Hello, and welcome to Eyes on Success, a weekly program of information on the ever-changing world of accessibility. Now here are the hosts of this program, Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy. Hello, I'm Nancy. And I'm Pete. This week, we'll be talking about some of the new services that are available for shopping from home. Shopping from home can provide us all with a greater sense of independence and open up more options for us in terms of how we shop and what we're able to get. We'll speak with Ricky Anger of the Hadley Institute about some of the available shopping and delivery services and how they work. And she will also tell us about a fairly new series of webinars that Hadley sponsors that you can join in from home to learn about other topics. But first for our tip of the week, this week's tip is a way you can save some money while shopping from home from Ricky Anger. Once you get started with all of these wonderful grocery delivery services or restaurant delivery services, and no doubt you will because you're really hungry after listening to this, once you have signed up for those services, make sure and uh, have your friends, you know, put a little money in your pocket and you can put a little money in theirs by looking for your referral link. This is a nice way that you can spread the word about the service that you've kind of fallen in love with and uh, get a little bit of credit while doing so. Oh, isn't that handy? And I'll encourage people to do the same thing about Eyes on Success. If you've been enjoying some of these shows and think they'd be beneficial or fun for others, why don't you tell a friend about it or several friends? Just send them to our website, www.eyesonsuccess.net, and tell them to subscribe to our weekly announcements list and even listen to us on their smart home devices these days by saying, play Eyes on Success podcast. Let's start by meeting Ricky and learning about her background in assistive technology. Hi, my name is Ricky Enger, and I am an assistive technology expert at Hadley currently. Uh, my background is in technology. I'm one of those people who uh, became fascinated with gadgets at a very early age and looks like I kind of grew up at the right time because technology is ever advancing. Many of our listeners have visual impairments. Do you? I do. I was born totally blind and so uh, have used assistive technology my whole life and have been passionate about teaching others to do the same. And what did you do before you came to Hadley? Uh, I've done all sorts of things. So I have worked kind of in the uh, assistive technology software space doing project management and uh, enterprise sales. I have done web accessibility testing. So the apps and websites that you use every day, and some of them are great and some of them not so much. I did a lot of uh, testing to show companies kind of here's what's wrong and uh, here's how you would go about fixing it. In addition to that, just on the side, you know, I've done training for people to use assistive technology. So I've done some one-on-one -on -one things. And uh, luckily at Hadley, I get to do that on a broader basis. 
Oh, that's great. And being a user of all those technologies, you're the perfect person to be involved in those activities. I enjoy it. I love technology and uh, want to, you know, teach others to do the same. Sometimes there's a fear involved in using something unknown and like, can I learn this? You know, can I figure out what I'm doing or how to do this? And just to break down some of those barriers and introduce people to the power of technology is something I really enjoy. Great. You are listening to Eyes on Success. Success, 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 success. This week's focus topic is the Hadley Institute's new webinar series where they teach about all sorts of useful topics, and in particular, the one about how you can use technology to order groceries and restaurant meals for home delivery. So what perked up our interest initially was some of the webinars that you are hosting on Hadley's behalf about various shopping applications and ways of doing remote shopping for the visually impaired. But I take it this is a part of a larger series of webinars that Hadley and you in particular are putting together for Hadley. Can you talk about that project? Absolutely. So uh, the series is called Tech It Out. And uh, the idea behind Tech It Out is that we select a new topic each month, uh, something that people are hopefully curious about and want to learn more about. And uh, the initial portion of the event is myself and uh, occasionally other guests talking about the topic that we've chosen. And then we follow that by opening it up to the community to share their resources, experiences, questions, and the like. It's a wonderful way for us all to learn from each other. And so it's not just me teaching other people, which is great. Uh, I learn a lot as well. And people who come together and uh, take part in the events get to sometimes you know, be the teachers themselves, which is really nice. For people who may not have participated in a webinar, can you tell people how that runs and what the mechanisms are? You got it. So we're using a platform called Zoom. And for those who have attended webinars before, you'll be happy to know that Zoom is a far friendlier platform than some you may have seen previously, such as WebEx and the like. And uh, Zoom works in that you can dial in from a phone if you would really rather not be on your computer. Uh, You can come in from your computer, and there are even apps for your smart devices. So like your uh, iOS and Android phones or tablets, you can join the webinar in those situations. And for my webinar in particular, we try to make it kind of a blend of formal and informal where we have a point where everyone is muted and I'm speaking. And then when we open it up, people can raise their hands using the platform. And sometimes they can jump right in if they have a comment to follow up on something that someone else has said. So again, it's a blend of formal and informal. And it's a bit like being in the same room where you might have a presenter and then sometimes people turn to each other and say, hey, what about this? Without having to travel there. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you do these as straight audio or do you include visuals as well? 
there is the ability for uh, video. We currently don't. They are just audio at the moment. And again, a visual component could be a part of it, but it seems so far that uh, the audio content is, is so good that really we haven't needed kind of visuals to uh, supplement that. What would be some of the specific topics that you've covered lately or exciting ones that you might have coming up? Yeah, uh, the series is fairly new. We have had the first uh, episode in September, so covered uh, a lot of cool things. It's interesting, uh, one of the things that took up the most episodes, two in total, was the discussion of food delivery. So there's grocery delivery, and then, of course, there's restaurant delivery. Uh, That was great to talk about. Also, we have covered smart assistants like uh, Google and Alexa and Siri and that sort of thing. Lots will be covered over the coming months. We'll have a cooking episode where we talk about technology in the kitchen, uh, talk about object recognition and kind of visual interpretation uh, software and apps such as Ira and Seeing AI, Envision AI, those types of things. So if it has to do with technology, you can bet we'll be covering it at some point. And it was those first two that caught our attention. And so that's why we contacted you to do an interview, because we thought besides Hadley in general and the webinar series, that that was a useful topic for a lot of people to know about. I think it's one of those things that, you know, for Hadley in general and uh, this series in its own way, we want to talk about those things that people can really take advantage of in their daily lives. It's one thing to learn a new skill or, you know, study in a particular field, but it's another thing entirely to say, now, when I'm done working or when I'm done being a student and so on, how can I fit technology into my life or how can I make things easier for myself? So that's kind of, again, what Hadley in general wants to do. And what I hope to do with this series is just to give information to people and let them use that in the things that they do every day. Eating is one of those things everybody needs to do every day and shopping in general. And just for busy people, whether or not you have trouble getting to the store, it's very convenient to be able to use technology to order it online. Yeah, and the ability to get groceries independently uh, literally was life-changing for me. Having grown up and maybe walked around the stores with a friend or family member or even uh, going to customer service and asking for assistance with shopping, it was a task that I could do, but it was not necessarily a task that I could do in a pleasant way. I might miss out on sales opportunities. I might miss out on the ability to sort the things I've searched for by price. Or sometimes when you're with someone and you say, you know, I'd like cereal. Well, what do you want? I don't know. What do they have? Well, you know, there's a bunch here. Uh, What do you want? 
And so having the ability to shop from my own home and spend as much or as little time as I want looking at the availability on things that I was never aware of before was really, really nice. So what were some of the specific applications or methods you talked about in this webinar that people might be interested in? We talked about a number of things. And the interesting thing about grocery shopping online is that there are some national apps or services uh, that I'll get to in a moment. And then there are some local or regional services. And it may be difficult as you're just starting out to figure out, well, what services are in my area. So when I first started to look into grocery delivery, I just did a Google search for, you know, my city and grocery delivery to see what came up. Instacart is one of the most well-known national services. And what Instacart does is it will contract with stores that either may be local chains or are perhaps um, national chains, like, for example, I don't know, Bilo or Whole Foods or Food Lion, those types of stores. And Instacart will be sort of the front end for this. So you can choose the store that you want to shop in, do your shopping, uh, order it and have it delivered. Or you can go pick it up if you like. If you either want to save a tiny bit of money or if that's just an option you prefer to go drive through and uh, with someone and, and pick it up, you can do that. In addition to Instacart, there is another service called Shipt. That's S-H-I-P-T. And it does something very similar, although not only does it contract with stores like Publix and Harris Teeter, it is owned by Target. So that's a nice way that you can do uh, either grocery shopping or shopping for other things like laundry detergent, bed sheets, all kinds of things that you would normally get at Target, you can get through this service called Shipped. So I take it what happens with Instacart or Shipped or one of these similar services, you go onto your computer and there's some web space you go to where you can browse the various items they're selling, check them off, and then say, send these to me? Is that how it works? That is basically how it works. Uh, you have both an app and a website in the case of both Shipped and Instacart. Uh, and again, you may see some local chains as well that have their own services. There's Walmart Grocery, which is certainly national, not local, but they do a similar thing. And you can begin by browsing by category, or you can type in a search term, much in the way that you would if you were shopping at Amazon or another online retailer that you might be familiar with. So you can look at everything in a particular category, or you can search for a specific item, add that item to your cart, and then go through the checkout process. Many of these services have a membership fee, which initially sounds like, oh, no, I'm going to be paying more than I hope to to uh, get my items. 
But when you consider the cost of perhaps taking a taxi or a rideshare service to pick up the groceries and return to your home and the time it might take to find someone in customer service to assist you and the fact that you might miss sales and so on, uh, you will at least break even, if not save some money, even though you are paying this monthly or yearly membership fee. What kind of ballpark are those fees? I assume they're different for each service, but but more or less, what do they charge? More or less, you're probably looking at between $100 and $150 per year, which can be broken into monthly installments or paid all in one lump sum. And when you've done that, you're no longer paying a delivery fee. Um, You still may have service fees or you may have pricing that is different than you might see in store. So shipped, for example, may charge 30 cents more for something than you would uh, see if you actually picked up the item yourself. With that said, there are store sales with these services that don't coincide with whatever the store sale is. So there may be a sale on ground meat for $4.99 that shipped isn't honoring, but at the same time, it is honoring a sale $4 off steak. So you become accustomed to not looking at necessarily the uh, local store ads, but rather the sales inside the app itself. So you can work with these apps to your own benefit. Exactly. So what happens when there is a mistake? I can't imagine this all working 100% of the time. Sometimes you may order carrots and get strawberries or something, I would guess. (laughs) It's actually much smoother than I would have thought. I've been very pleasantly surprised. But of course, you are correct in that sometimes either there is a mistake or the store doesn't carry what you requested. So in the case that the store doesn't have what you requested, each service has its own method of dealing with that. But the general idea is that you'll be contacted by your shopper and asked, well, they don't have this. Can I substitute this? And in some cases, for example, in Instacart, you can actually select a backup substitution on your own before you even place the order and say, if they don't have this, you can replace it with that. So that's what happens in the case where there's, you know, the store may not have what you want, but sometimes the shopper might miss something. uh, Something was left in the bottom of the cart and never made it to your house. In those cases, you can review your receipt and then submit basically a description of what happened, what you're missing, and you'll get credited. I've never had an instance where I wasn't credited for something that I said was missing. And so thus far, anyway, I've had excellent customer service with both Shipped and Instacart. So they're pretty focused on customer satisfaction. They are. And I think it's becoming a more competitive space. And that alone can sometimes make companies more willing 
to be very customer centric because they understand that they have to do everything they can to keep loyal customers because there are other options. So just to summarize that, you get a subscription for one of these services. Every so often when you want some groceries, you check off what you want on the web or in one of their apps on your smart device, and some boxes show up at your house or some bags of groceries. And that's that simple. Essentially, yes. And you even get to choose your delivery time. So you could even shop before work and then set the groceries to arrive at your house at seven o'clock once you have returned home from work. Uh, it's nice in that there are some delivery services, usually the local chains that cannot do same day service. But for the two that I've primarily focused on, each of them has delivery windows even as quick as one to two hours. Wow. wow. You also mentioned that besides grocery stores and targets, you can also get shipments directly from restaurants with uh, pre-made meals. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah. So there are two kind of categories of this, one of which is the restaurant category wherein it used to be that you could get pizza and maybe Chinese depending on where you lived. And those were the traditional places that would deliver. Those places generally had somebody in-house who was hired specifically for that purpose. What we have now are services that act somewhat like the grocery delivery services. And their job is to say, we have compiled a list of restaurant menus and restaurants that we've partnered with. And now you can read the menu on your app or the website, select what you want from this particular restaurant, and we'll have someone pick it up and deliver it for you. This opens up huge possibilities in that there are several cuisines uh, that typically didn't deliver that now you can have delivered. You know, the Greek restaurant down the street may not have hired someone to deliver their delicious food, but now with this restaurant delivery partner, it's just like someone coming and picking it up from the restaurant, only now they're bringing it to your house. What are some of the major restaurant delivery services? A couple of options in this space are Postmates, DoorDash, Beyond Menu is one, uh, Seamless is one, Grubhub is maybe the first one that people think about because it's been around probably the longest. It's also not necessarily the friendliest of them to use, but it has been around quite a while and has amassed a number of restaurant partners. Now, some of the ride-sharing services have started doing delivery as well, right? Right. So I don't know that Lyft has jumped on the bandwagon yet, although they might. Uh, but Uber certainly does with Uber Eats. Boy, between all these food delivery services and Amazon, we may never have to leave our homes ever again. <laughs> Yeah, what's that outside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
Now, for this week's final item, how to learn more about Hadley Institute's webinars and other training programs, and how to contact Ricky Anger directly if you have any questions. If people would like to find out more about these Hadley webinars and perhaps participate in one, what would they have to do? The best thing that you can do right now, uh, the Hadley website is in kind of a transitional phase. So we're adding more and more things to it every day. Uh, Keep a watch on that at www.hadley.edu. And on that page, if you select the newsletters area, there is a link to subscribe to Hadley announcements. And that's generally the way that we are posting this information is through email announcements. You can also find Hadley both Twitter and Facebook. So twitter.com slash Hadley Institute, all one word. And the same is true for Facebook, facebook.com slash Hadley Institute. Can you spell Hadley for anybody who doesn't know how? Yeah, so that's H-A-D-L-E-Y. Is there an email address where people can ask questions? People can certainly send questions regarding Tech It Out directly to me. And even if you have perhaps an idea for a future topic that you'd like to see covered, I would welcome that input. Uh, I can be reached at inger, E-N-G-E-R, at hadley.edu. And you can also send general feedback to Hadley at feedback at H-A-D-L-E-Y dot E-D-U. So is there a phone number people can use to call somebody at Hadley? Absolutely. You can call to be connected with any of your learning experts if you're a student, or you can call and ask for general information. We have a wonderful group over in Student Services who will be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, You can give Hadley a call at 1-800-323-4238. Well, Ricky was right. All of that talk about shopping and food has certainly made me hungry. Maybe I'll refer to one of those resources she talked about to order up some lunch for ourselves here. And of course, all of those resources can be found in the show notes associated with this episode at www.eyesonsuccess.net. I also want to remind people that we've done several episodes about Hadley and what goes on there. Basically, they have a lot of courses that you can take online. And so if you don't want to go someplace to go to school, you can do all this online and get assignments from your teachers and get them graded and have interactions with the rest of the students. They have this all set up. And there's a variety of topics that they cover, including a lot of courses about being an entrepreneur and starting your own business. So use the search tool to put Hadley in the search field and come up with all those episodes and find the audio and the show notes for those episodes. That's it for show number 1906. Next week on Eyes on Success, we'll be talking about prosthetic eyes. We'll speak with Barb Spone Lillo and Chelsea Lillo, who are ocularists in the Denver area. 
And in addition to making prosthetic eyes, they make other prostheses to replace other tissue parts, including parts of the face and hands. So they're not just restricted to eyes. But of course, that's mostly what we'll be talking about because that's what our audience is mostly interested in. If you have any questions regarding something you've heard about on the show or you'd like to share an idea for a future show, send an email to hosts at eyesonsuccess.net or call us at 585-210-8094. You've been listening to Eyes on Success, hosted and produced by Nancy Goodman Torpy and Peter Torpy and distributed by WXXI Reach Out Radio. Browse the full archive of programs, find instructions for subscribing to the podcasts, and much more at www.eyesonsuccess.net. You can also find us on iTunes, and follow us on Facebook at Eyes on Success, or Twitter at underscore Eyes on Success. We hope you will join us again next week for more information and updates on products for accessible living. Thanks for listening to Eyes on Success and have a nice day.